What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. Why don't folks name that boy that African name? No name from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason. Ain't no passing to this left hand side. To the right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now. Somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Magic Moment Extended Edition podcast. This is episode number 45. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali, and we still coming to you live, kind of ish, from TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. Um, this week, I just want to catch y'all up on what else happened with my car, right quick. I, I promise I won't uh, drag it on and on and on. And then some uh, some interesting news. And good news is uh, nobody got killed during a gender reveal this week. That's the good news. The rest of it is kind of strange, kind of fucked up. But it's important. So let's get right on into it without any further ado. my hands and knees, picking through rugs, um, smoking anything that even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone, (laughs) anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. What's up, Melmos? 
Alright, so let's get right to it because I couldn't wait to tell y'all this bullshit. Now, as mad as I was on Monday with the whole getting told shit, I was I had an equally frustrating Tuesday, even though I knew I knew waking up, I woke up and I said, man, today is gonna be some bullshit. So I'm gonna try to run it down, make a, a long story short. I get to the DMV super early. You know, I think they open at 8. So I schedule my, I get there at about 8.15. Thinking, you know, I know it's going to be a long line. I know this. But my phone is on 100. Got my headphones. Let's do this. I got plenty of shit I can do to pass the time on my phone while we in line. No issue. No problem. Let's get this Uber. First Uber. Get down there, they say, come back at two o'clock. Second Uber. Fast forward to two o'clock. Third Uber. Hope you're keeping track of the Ubers. Third Uber. Go back to the DMV. Okay, so now I'm in order. I got I got my I got my shit together. I was only in the DMV surprisingly about mm, 20 minutes tops. From the time I got out of the DMV, I mean, from the time I got out of the Uber at about 1.55 to the time I was back outside causing another Uber, yeah, it was probably about 2.15. Get the other Uber. So now I got my, I got my registration. I got my brand new sticker in my hand, right? That should be it. It's 2 o'clock. So we should be ready to get my car, which is right by my job, in the next 30, 45 minutes. Hey, I can go to work for another, for the last two and a half hours of the day, maybe. Which would have been much appreciated. You know, get the, it's not a full day, but, you know, it just show that, you know, I was, you know, I was in the neck of the woods. Oh, man, I had to pick up my car literally around the corner. I might as well come on in. I had all day, I've been off, so, you know. Let's go get two more hours. Wrong. So I get down to the fucking tow truck place. That's Uber number four if you're keeping track. So I got down to the tow truck place. I got my sticker. Got my money. Because I know it's going to cost money. Everything costs money. Got my money. Oh. Just registration fees and everything. Not too bad. I, I, I legit was expecting five, six hundred in my head. It was only three seventy. So in my mind, I just saved one hundred thirty dollars. Get down here. She say, "Oh no, you got to get a release from the DOT. L A D O T." She gave me a number to call. Now, now, note now. Keep in mind now. By this time, even though I was out of the DMV at about 2.20, I didn't get to the fucking tow truck, to the tow yard until about 3. So now, like I said, I'm thinking I'm going to get down there at 3-something, get my car, be at work. 3.30 at the latest, I'll be at work. But no, since she to put this new, new information in the game, which... Almost, I gotta be honest. When my car got towed on that Monday, the dude said I would need to get a release. 
the fault lies with me because I didn't follow up on a, the release part of that question. I just assumed, like Big Chuck and Little John taught us a long time ago not to do because you make an ass out of you and me. I just assumed that the release would come with, you know, something at the register at the DMV, which, to be fair to myself, again, Melmo was an actually lady at the DMV. What else do I need to get my car? From the empire she say this take your id so i wasn't completely at fault by not asking this follow-up question because i was going on the follow-up question i did ask well whatever here we are so the lady gives me the number to call about getting my car back call the number lady answers the phone quick two rings maybe uh, the LADOT. I said, yeah, I'm down there at the tow yard. The lady said I need to come down there to get a release to get my car. What exactly does, does she mean? Oh, yeah, you got to go to to come down to this building and then go to suite 3357 or something, whatever the fuck, 7. Okay. Get down there. All right. On my way. She said, all right, great. Now, here's a here's another wrinkle. We're already on four Ubers, right? The tow yard closes at five. That means in LA, I have to try to get from one place to another in under an hour. And you can fill in the blank. Name two places. It can be two miles away. It can be 20 miles away. It can be two, whatever the fuck. Name two places in LA and you tell me if you can get there and back in an hour. So I already know time is against me. But whatever. So I called this Uber. I figure, okay. Push come to shove. I get there at four. It'll take 20 minutes to get there, say. So this Uber should be here in, in the next any minute now. Get there at four. No, no, no. According to the time, I think that I was gonna get there at 347. Oh, that's a, a key, a key part in the story, uh, uh Melmos. I was originally slated to get there at 347, depending on going by what time the fucking lift. Thing said Uber whatever said it was coming. You know how they say your ride is 12 minutes away. So I'm in to tell you what time you gonna get there. So I'm like, cool, I'm gonna get there at 347. And then it start going up. 348, 349, 351. Cause for whatever reason the Uber, it was say 12 minutes away. And then three minutes later, instead of saying nine minutes away. It would say, you guessed it, 12 minutes away. So it really wasn't 12 minutes away when it was 12 minutes away. It was 15 minutes away. But it really wasn't 15 minutes away when it was 12 minutes away because it was really 18 minutes away. But in reality, it was 20 minutes away. So now I know I ain't going to make it back to the tow yard. Because according to the Uber, it's going to take, it's going to be 4.06 by the time we get there. So in my mind, I'm thinking, 406, don't nothing go quick. 
let's say it take 20 minutes. That's the, the biggest window I have. 20 minutes. That's because it's going to take another 20 minutes at least to get back over here. So that means from the time I get there to the time I got to call the other Uber, I got 20 minutes. Man, almost y'all already know how this is going to go. So I get down there at 404. Actually, it was like 402. So I'm thinking I'm up. I'm up two minutes. But you know what the problem was? These motherfuckers closed at four. Because when I called the lady at three, of course she would have said, come on down. Without mentioning that they closed at four because she probably thought I was somewhere close by calling at three. So, Uber number five. To the motherfucking closed building. Uber number six. Now, I, by, by this time, we had surge prices. So, Uber number six was $28. So, without telling y'all the number amount, just know I spent so much on Ubers in one day and took so many Uber rides that if I ever need another ride again somewhere else, I'm either going to catch the bus or get an old yellow cab out of spite. Only because I don't want to give no more money to them. I can't do it no more. I've spent my Uber budget as a person with a car. I've spent my Uber budget for the next three years. I ain't never had to plan on spending that much money on Uber as a car owner. You know how much gas I just put in them Ubers or wherever the fuck you do what they do with my our Uber money. So that's that. Whole day wasted. Didn't go to work. Didn't get my car back. <laughs> so the next morning, I didn't have to catch an Uber. So I did. I did secure a ride, and I did get my car. Now we back to normal. Um. It just was a hell of a day. God damn. So the moral of the story is. Don't ever get told. Period. I was going to say don't get told with expired tags. But no. Just don't get told man. Because. Unless you call the tow truck. You don't ever want to see your car on the tow truck. I thought man. That is the worst. To have to pay all that money just to for the to write to drive the car. That's all. You just get just to drive the car. Just drive. Not to mention insurance and all that shit. No, no, this is just to put a different color sticker on the license plate. It's a fucking scam. They talking about scamming went up in 2020. No, scamming went up. Whenever the fuck they came up with this registration bullshit. I understand plates. Give me these plates. And now I have plates. Charge me whatever you want to charge me for these plates. But why do every fucking year. Y'all got to charge me some more money. To change the color on my sticker on these same plates. I want new plates then. I want new plates. I want new design. I want my face. The fuck. So 
something gotta give. D-M-V-L-A-D-O-T. Whatever the fuck all these letters and initials. Fuck y'all. That's initial that. Now, see, now I gotta get back in podcast mode. Because just now I was just... I was in just fucking... Uh, angry fucking driver mode. So, shout out to my Melmos who feel me. My registration pain. Uh, and congratulations to my Melmos who don't have to go through this. And if you're an Uber driver, Melmo, <laughs> that's the easiest money. I don't know why I don't do that. All that money I gave to Uber, I should. I should I just get a job and make my money back. Just get a get, get a job and drive long enough to make my money back, and then quit. Because I don't want, I don't want, to, I really don't want to be driving motherfuckers around in my car. No, no, I they do have to, man. I ain't about to keep talking about no fucking Ubers. Uh, what else happened that I need? Oh, uh, the Saturday kid Cuddy put on a dress, and and um, it was supposed to be a tribute dress. Kurt Cobain and my only problem with the, with the whole situation is Kid Cudi don't have a song that I like to like make up for the dress like you wear the dress and then do a bullshit song now all we doing is looking at Wally wondering why you got on this dress and playing this bullshit song. Now if you you got on the dress and you playing the dope song, then people like, man, this dude got on the dress, but this song is awesome. No, now we saying, man, this dude got on the dress and this song is bullshit. That's my only thing. Cause the dress, you know the dress is gonna cause to get the tweets and the attentions and the memes. But that's where's the song? So everybody focus on the wrong thing. All these motherfuckers wear dresses. Every not every rapper, but a lot a lot of these rappers wear dresses. We've been over it. We've been over the dress. These motherfuckers is wearing purses and and their pants is tighter than the girls and fucking. Louis Vert them and Louis Vert fans wearing girl shirts, and now you can't even call them girl shirts because girls is like we can wear whatever kind of shirt we want, and it's true. Now, so like other girls is like, uh, you know, you gotta say cis girls or not. I don't know. Anyway. I don't care about the dress. I care more about the song. I, I've been stopped caring what these motherfuckers wear. Because if that was the case, I couldn't listen to Sauce Walker. Not that he wear dresses. But he wear some bullshit outfits. And some bullshit shoes. And barrettes. Nah, I don't care. I don't care what he got on in the booth. I don't care if he have on anything. I'm not picking... I'm not listening to the songs. Worry about what they wearing. So... If somebody told me if it came out in his recording technique, he liked to get ass naked or or would the flea flea red hot chili pepper? He liked to put a sock on his dick in the booth so he can rap. I don't give a fuck. As long as he keep rapping that shit he rapping, 
the fuck would he got on? Which goes back to the Kid Cudi argument. I don't give a fuck what you wearing. What is the song? How does the song sound? We forgetting about what's important. Oh, um, gotta tell y'all about my, my serial killer this week, cause y'all all know about him. Sometimes I'll be like, I don't wanna say the motherfucker's name, but y'all already know this, I mean, but you know, cause it, a lot of these names ain't, that's not what's important, but y'all know Ted Kaczynski. Y'all know the Unabomber. What I didn't know was, he only killed three people. And that's kinda low, but like, serial killers. But it's like the bare minimum. It's like how they say a mass shooting is four people in one place. So, yeah, I mean, technically, it's more than two. Well, I guess guess you only need two to be a serial killer. I don't know. I got to check. I'll check. But anyway, you only kill three people. But the, the thing is, he was the most dangerous because he was super duper smart and that's why he was mad he was mad at his parents for making him so smart he was so smart that he thought too much and then that made him want to go live isolated off in the hills so he can try to you know gather his shit and you know be he was too smart to live with people because you know I, I'm, I'm out I'm too clever or whatever the fuck but he was, he was too smart for pussy. He ain't getting no pussy. So that'll, you know, that'll drive you crazy. That's one. Um, and he was only killing super smart people, too. Which is... I guess that's... You don't want to kill... Because his thing was, he didn't want people to, you know, to be controlled by him. Machines, or I guess he figured the super smart people is the people that's helping people create these machines. I don't know what the fuck his theory was in killing these super smart people, but like I say, it was his technique to be able to send a fucking bomb in an envelope. You know what I mean? People you can kill if you wanted, if that's the route you take. Say you say you get tired of killing just smart motherfuckers because. You know, you didn't kill all the Yale professors. You didn't kill all the. You didn't kill all the professors in all the fucking universities one by one. Now you like fuck. Now I might as well kill the dumb people. Which, if you smart as him, that's everybody else. Who if he decide to kill the dumb people? We ain't dumb. I ain't dumb. Melmos, y'all ain't dumb. But if he say y'all dumb, if he say we dumb, a motherfucker that smart and. By comparison, I guess we are, but this motherfucker, man, of all the ones I've read about or listened about, heard about, wherever the fuck, this shit, I'm glad they got him off the street. Three was fucking merciful, and he was trying to, he tried to kill a couple other motherfuckers, well, I don't think he tried to kill him, because he made, he specifically made the bomb small enough just to fuck him up. But when he did, when it was when he was ready to kill, shit. And you know, it never was the same shit. One of them looked like a fucking stick. How the fuck you make a bomb out of stick? You go to pick up a stick, and it's a bomb. 
So, <laughs> I had to get this motherfucker off the street. But shout out, though, because I know that's fucked up, but man, that dude was smart as fuck. To make a bomb out of stick. Speaking of people on trial, this Derek Chauvin trial is going on. And I think I said this before. Some shit. (laughs) You just don't need to go to court about. If the kidnapped lady breaks free from the kidnapper who has two other ladies held captive and brings you back to the house to free the ladies and arrest the man who tells you he did it and gloats about it. Why are we going to court? Here we go again. We got this Derek Chauvin shit on camera the entire arrest they got so many angles from the be from from him getting out initially getting out of the car to taking his last breath and here these motherfuckers is in there trying to tell you how exactly he died or what exactly led to the the Maybe the the pressure that this forced and and if he put his knee down on his metatarsal carpal bone and man he fucking choked him out and we, here we are spending taxpayer money going to people jury duty jury duty missing snowfall and all type of shit to sit around in this obvious shit they probably sitting there with that same face you know the face like that looking at each other with that face like why the fuck are we here face. That's court for you. And you know, he, your motherfucker might fuck around and still get off. But I'm just tripping on how the, the experts with the all the, the way that he died, like how he possibly could have died other than getting choked out. <laughs> the defense, the defensive attorneys are a motherfucker, man. I guess they just got a job to do like everybody else. Um, I know I went on my N-word rant a couple episodes ago, so I ain't gonna have to keep saying it, but uh, Kyrie put out a tweet like, you know, cause he got he got mad at a motherfucker for calling it to him. And well, I was telling them in the group chat if a motherfucker you don't like call you that, black, white it don't matter. That's, a, that's fighting words. So, that's all that was. Somebody cooler, you know, a cool guy. Let me see. If like, who cool on the Lakers? That was on the court last night. He definitely don't fuck with LeBron. Who could have caught him? Man? Hmm. Who's the young boy? They, he probably could have. Horton Tucker probably could have called him that. And he probably wouldn't have got so mad. But it was fucking a German. A black German dude calling you that? I get it, man. And you know, and his haircut like that. You can't call me that with your haircut like that. And I just went to the hoop and did a right to left reverse. 
off the glass, top of the glass, spinning layup, finger roll type shit. Come on, man. You can't you can't call me that with that hair. But my thing is everybody like, why now, Kyrie? You know he said it before. You know he said it, heard it before on the court. You know why now? Because he probably just watched them or exterminate the brutes. And now he probably extra mad when he hear that word. No matter who say it. So if you ain't seen that shit yet, then you on you won't understand why you would get that mad. If you watch that movie and then hear somebody call you that. Like the next in within like a 24 to 48 hours time span. You need to you need a week off of hearing that word before you going before you don't flare up at a motherfucker. After you watch either one of them. If you watch them both back to back, like you could, like we did. Good luck. And um, speaking of watching shit, uh, I was watching Inside the NBA documentary, which is fucking hilarious. I really don't got nothing else to tell. I just really want Melmo's. Watch that shit, man. It's funny. It's way funnier than you would think. Like, you're going to be laughing out loud, loud. And I don't like to promote other funny shit other than shit that's attached to me. But as far as shit I don't have nothing to do with that's funny, inside the NBA documentary, man. This shit is great. Um, fucking. And, and I know I ain't the only one. Again, if you, if you can help me out, send me a fucking email or DM or something. What the fuck is this NFT, Ethereum, cryptocurrency shit? This man, I just wanna, I just wanna, I just wanted to be regular money, man. I just wanted to be regular money. Can we get the? I know they want to, they want to take the slave owners and all that, all the Harriet tough, all the controversy with the money. And I get you wanna, you know, change the way the money look. But don't change money, period. Like y'all go slow this slow the fuck down, man. There's people selling NFT now. And I, like this some shit now. I'm trying now from what I understand is like it's a it could be a tweet or it can be a, a something you posted. And it's like now you can sell it. <laughs> shit, this shit is dumb. Fucking it's a lot of dumb shit going on in 2021. And I, I was complaining about the president in the last four years. Now I'm just going to be complaining about regular dumb shit. So it's always going to be some dumb shit to complain about. Is what I'm, I can I see that now. I clearly see I didn't realize it, but I, that's what it is. Always going to be some dumb shit. Again, last thing. Dumb shit. People posting about DMX. All this dumb shit that they couldn't wait. It's like they was couldn't wait to post that he was dead, like on their page first. And now, now what? Now, when you look back at that three days later, four days later, on your page, now what? Is that something you wanted to post on your page for real? The DMX was dead. Before he was confirming he was dead, and now you look like a fucking idiot with that shit. And you, and you gotta put other posts like, oh man, I, I had to take that shit down. I, I'm, I'm glad I took that shit down. Why the fuck you put it up in? Who you who you informing? This is a world internationally known figure. 
Do you know when somebody like that die? Everybody gonna know about it? They're not gonna learn it from you. What you think you breaking news? Facebooker? Instagrammer? And don't get me started with the fucking memorial post and the tribute post to somebody that y'all don't know. Just put the picture like everybody else do. Put this song in the background. Put the R.I.P. if you want to. Listen to the song and keep it moving. But all that other bullshit, man. I hope this is the last time. But it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be. So. Let's get into some news. Play DMX. Everybody play DMX. And try. And see how many girls that you can. That you. Like the girls that he fucked. Did you. Like all them Kims and Keishas. Did you fuck Kims and Keishas and, and, and Minas and Mishas, whatever the fuck? That's what we used to do. We tried to, we used to try to see how many names that we can match up with DMX. Ah, that's man. Being young. You know, like every other news story I tell y'all, if I don't tell y'all, ain't nobody else gonna tell y'all, because don't nobody really care about this shit but me, and it's a shame, because this shit, man, like, like, for instance, some dude just got out of jail, did 20 years for stealing two shirts Two shirts from Saks. And it was 20 years. So I mean, it was 2000, 2001, something like that. What two shirts at Saks did he steal that netted him 20 years jail time? I'm thinking it had to be some iceberg. Because that was shit back in 2000. And that shit was expensive. I don't know if it was 20 years expensive. But 
they treated it like it was. They used to protect iceberg shit like it was fucking like it had real diamonds in the fucking collar or something. But I, and then I read deeper into the story, and it wasn't that it wasn't necessarily the two shirts from Nordstrom from Saks that got him to twenty years. It was more the previous thirty six times he got arrested for stealing that probably got him to twenty years. And add to the fact that he was in New Orleans. They still got chain gangs. If you've ever seen life, that's New Orleans yesterday. So, they don't give a fuck about sending, like, and then, you know, you throw in the race factor, but all that could be true. But all I know is, if you get caught stealing 36 times, it's sort of like the OJ thing. Yeah, he got away with the murder. But we catch you doing something else. That's it. It was like, okay, 36 times you ain't got caught stealing and you still walking around. Get caught stealing something else. And that's what that was. So it was like, he could have got caught. He could have ate a grape at the grocery store. He was going to do eight years for that. So they probably gave him 10 years per shirt. And you know, added time for audacity, and you know, I'm not agreeing with it, I'm just saying, it's just, again, the court, court is fucked up, just the justice system is fucked up, okay, story number two, in the same vein, he just got 20 years for two shirts, right, some motherfucker just got caught trying to buy some shit on the dark web, which I don't know how you, how do you get to the dark web? That shit, he should have went to jail for even knowing how to get on the dark web. Cause ain't nothing good gonna come from the dark web. The fact that it's a dark web is terrible. And, if, and so, if a motherfucker know how to get on it, he already on some bullshit in the first place. Cause regular people don't know how to do. You have to be a, a sinister type of motherfucker to know even how to where to go on Google. You can't just Google dark web. It don't work like that. I know you can Google everything, but you can't Google that. You got to know something or somebody that knows something. So that's strike one. And then the motherfucker going there trying to buy 30 milliliters or some shit. They saying enough to kill 300 people. Some liquid chemical bullshit. And he only got 12 years. So a motherfucker... That means he gonna do the 12 years. Go to the fucking little library or whatever the fuck. Learn how to make more shit. Probably hook up with Kaczynski who's still in there. And then you really gonna be a motherfucker. So, what's this? April 12th, 2021? Come 2033, shit start blowing up or whatever the fuck. You heard it here first. So, because they only want to get him 12 years, but give another motherfucker 20 years for stealing two shirts in the other 36th time. But anyway, that's what he, that's what we got to look out for, because he mad at his girlfriend. So he want to kill 300 motherfuckers. What? Now, if he was ordering, if he was only trying to get two ounces of the shit to put in her shit, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not advocating 
that kind of shit. That's fucked up too. But I'm saying, why you gotta kill hundreds of motherfuckers? Hundreds of motherfuckers ain't fuck you over. And who's to say she fucked you over? You the type of motherfucker that buy chemicals. She did it. She was getting away from your crazy ass. Now you want to kill 300 people and only get 12 years. Should have threw the book at this motherfucker. Alright, good news. I guess. Um, I don't know. This actually might be worse. They say the UFO sightings are up since the pandemic started. Like in 2019, it was that, you know, it was one thing. And now, motherfuckers have seen all type of UFOs. And to me, that sounds like pandemic is up, drug use is up. Of course, you're going to see all type of shit. Motherfuckers is higher than ever. That's the one thing that did not stop. The weed shops didn't close, the liquor store didn't close, the fucking. The meth man ain't stopped mething. The pill man ain't stopped pilling. All that type of shit. Pills and deals. All the summer long. So motherfuckers ain't got, can't go nowhere. High as fuck. Laid up. On the, sitting on the porch. Wherever the fuck. And yeah, you might see some shit. If you high out your fucking brain. What else could it be? Well, motherfuckers just was more busy before the pandemic and wasn't looking up. Didn't see the shit. No. Motherfuckers just wasn't as high. Or probably both. Probably a little bit of both. Probably a little bit of you're not worried about what was going on in the sky. Because on most Friday nights or whatever night, you was inside a bar. So you can't, you ain't looking up. You ain't outside at all. So, all that makes sense. It all it all makes sense. And then the final explanation, shit, it's more aliens. They might be pandemic too. It might be a parallel universe. Whatever. Let's take a word from our sponsor. Did you find everything you need here at Ralph's? Uh, actually, I didn't. Um, do y'all have the male, um, the male hygiene product? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. What are you talking about? It's like a, you know, like the male hygiene product. You know, you know, for men, you know. Like how, you know how like they got like summer's eve or whatever for women. So you you mean like a a hygienic product just for men? Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't see that. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me. 
Hold on, let me let me hold on. Let me come hold on. Oh, this is Robert on our forum. I have a customer question. I need a manager. Hold on, I I, I got a guy coming. Yeah, yeah, take your time, man. I, I know I need it, and uh, I ain't see it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we can help y'all. Give me one sec. Oh, uh, yeah, and you, y'all, you need a manager over here? Oh, uh, yeah, this guy says he, he needs a, uh, what do you say? Uh, it's a male hygiene, uh, like male, you know what I mean? Like male, like, like you know, like to clean our nuts. Yeah, he says it's like a project cleaner. I don't. Soap. Are you talking about soap, sir? I, I don't know. I mean, that's it. And that's all we got. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just soap. Soap is what men use. It's just soap. So, sorry, Mark. No, nah, man. No, no problem. Yeah, wait. Yeah, just soap. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! I got, I got soap at the house. I need some other shit. No, nah, it's just soap. Soap. Wash your nuts. All right, that was a word from our sponsor, Soap, um, which is uh, the male hygiene product. Um, you know, we needed some. They got all those other douches and everything. So, you know, we got, you know, soap. All kinds of soap, too. You know, not just one soap. Green soap, blue soap, white soap, yellow soap. All kinds of soap. You know, wash your nuts. Um... Oh, oh uh, I had read that they said the Clubhouse app downloads had declined over was a steady decline over months and months since it came out. It's like anything else, it's you know, it's the hype and everybody wanted to get on it. Now, you know, you don't hear about it so much. I mean people still doing it, but it's not like that first week it was that's all you heard. But now it's just like, you know, kind of just it's kind of just a thing and um if you got if you listen to this on the android device and you got fomo don't don't have it because they said you know they coming out they working on an android one and that's that's that should you know get the numbers back up but then there's some shit twitter coming out with that's supposed to be the same type of shit and everybody got twitter no matter what kind of phone you got so that's really gonna fuck people up or the clubhouse people up so that's another reason not to have FOMO Android users just do the Twitter shit cause pretty soon all the fucking clubhouse people gonna go over there anyway clubhouse ain't more popping than Twitter that's for sure so Twitter gonna win that one at the end of the day me personally will I get on the Twitter one because I'm an Android guy, so I'm not the clubhouse guy currently. But could I be a space? It's gonna be called Spaces. Will I be a Spaces guy? I don't know. Depending on what they're talking about. I saw some shit that was on the clubhouse that 
if I had an iPhone, I would be trying to get an invite too. They do the little comedy thing at the Laugh Factory. That's probably dope. But other than that, you know, I don't need to get on it just to talk shit or hear somebody else's conversation. I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be more than just hearing people's conversations. But I don't know. Y'all, Melmos, if you all on Clubhouse and y'all not, y'all don't have FOMO, let us know so I can let them know if we should have FOMO. I don't think so. I wasn't trying to rhyme them last couple words, but it happened. So, that's that. I'm not editing it either. Um, this next story, I don't know, is it's kind of fucked up. Um, but then again, is it? Because you gotta think, okay, okay, I'll let you be the judge. Home inspector dude, which I don't know what a home inspector does. I know inspector gadget look for shit, so I know what an inspector I know the general you know, job description of an inspector. So you add whatever you want to add to a car. Home inspector, bed inspector. You, you're looking for something. You're looking for, you've been, you know, you're trying to find out something. Trying to figure out something. Trying to find something wrong. Whatever the fuck. So, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Do you really got to home inspect before, I mean, after the house is bought? I thought that's more of a thing you buy, I mean, a thing you do before you buy the house. Let me inspect it. Make sure everything is straight. Make sure all the fucking plugs work. All this type of shit. But I guess it happens afterwards too. Whatever. This is coming from a guy who does not own own a home. So there you go. That's 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 where I get my home inspector knowledge from. What I do know for a fact though is that if you do go into one of these homes, you shouldn't fuck the stuffed animals. I mean that's just you know, common courtesy. That's not that's not your stuffed animal. Now I'm sure if you want to fuck stuffed animals that you pay for, fine. Fuck all the stuffed animals you want. Ain't nobody getting hurt when you fucking stuffed animals. If we have more people fucking stuffed animals, we have less people fucking kids. I think. These these stuffed animal fuckers get shamed and 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 they gotta they can't, you know they don't want to be known as stuffed animal fuckers or they, and so they out here the fucking kids and I know that's like how does that make up for fucking stuffed animals and I it shouldn't I'm just talking about you know that's I don't I don't know anybody that fucks stuffed animals or kids but I don't think it's a far stretch to make the correlation is what I'm saying so this guy is all up what, I, what I'm saying is fuck your own stuffed animal don't fuck nobody else's. That's that's the that's the bottom line. And of course, that's disgusting because people, yeah, for all the other reasons, people trust you to be in their house, and you're supposed to be a you know a, a straight up guy, you know, a respectable guy. Your job is to you know look for problems, not cause them. But now we got Jonah Nanny Cam fucking our Elmo. Okay, well. Maybe he was letting the Elmo give you some head, but still, either way, it's inappropriate because you did not pay for that Elmo or this house. That's another thing. Okay, say say you do want to fuck somebody else's Elmo in your house. If they left their Elmo in your house, 
fine. That's on them. They shouldn't have left their old mo in the guy who fucks stuff animals house. Cause pretty pretty soon they gonna, you know, that stuff animal gonna be ruined. But you can't absolutely cannot go into somebody else's house and fuck they stuffed animals. I'm taking it back to the kid thing. Yes. We are so glad he he's not fucked them kids. So glad that he only fucking stuffed animals. But he gonna go to jail. And they probably gonna treat him like he fucked kids. That's where the correlation comes from. Because they gonna probably say, I don't, I don't know if that's better. You know, they probably don't come across that too much in jail. So they probably don't know. It's probably, it's, it's, you know, you know, it's probably a gray area in the in the in the in the punishment manual for offenses for that type of particular offense. But I imagine something gonna happen to him. Like I say, you can't just be fucking other people's stuffed animals in their house. That's a double. That's double no no. So I, I I completely agree with the jail time. Oh. And then a tragic story. I hate to end on a tragedy, especially on this week when we had it. We, you know, lost DMX. But okay, by comparison, it's not that tragic. Now, now that I mentioned DMX, because this dude died eating tacos real fast, real real fast. And, and you know that's tragic but is it I mean cause these tacos are fucking amazing and I know if you Melmo's from anywhere else but if you have not had tacos the proper way now I don't know you could be somewhere in Texas and get tacos the proper way somewhere in Arizona and get tacos the proper way I'm sure in New Mexico and damn and damn sure out here you're gonna get you some tacos the proper way and by proper way I mean not those hard ass dumbass El Paso brand as taco shells not fucking shredded cheese not fucking mild sauce packets fire sauce whatever it was, that bullshit they got at Taco Bell Not lettuce. We put no fucking lettuce on no taco out here. All that y'all eating is that's fucking pizza or a fucking sandwich in a shell. I don't know what the fuck that is. And I know y'all like, what you mean, y'all? You you used to be in Cleveland eating those tacos, and I did. I used to get three a week, three a motherfucking week at Boost. Shout out to Boost in Lakewood. Shout out to Natalie, the, the fucking bartender serving up the motherfucking taco. But 
when you come out here and eat a real taco the way it's supposed to be fucking made you know why I'm saying what I'm saying now nevertheless this motherfucker was in a taco eating contest out here in California and choked because they fucking good. Of course, of course he's gonna choke on free tacos. Who else? I was surprised the whole contest, every contestant didn't choke. They free tacos. They fucking amazing. Never so okay, so this guy choked. And then we could have a silver lining because the good news in this story is the son is trying to sue the restaurant that threw the contest and in the lawsuit they claim the restaurant did not provide the contestants with enough information on how risky the contest actually was wow so in other words y'all mad because the restaurant didn't say don't choke. I mean, that's that's pretty much all they can say to warn a contestant of the risk of an eating contest. Now, if one of these contestants had a guy shot while they was eating the tacos and the motherfucker ran out and one of the employees said, oh, damn it. We shouldn't have had this contest on Tuesdays. We know that this motherfucker come in here and shoot up the spot on Tuesdays. Then you could sue the restaurant for not providing the risk. But you can't sue the restaurant because somebody choked on free tacos. It, that's especially why, because they're free. Even now, if you had to pay, if you could, if you had to pay for the tacos that was in the taco eating contest, first of all, if I got to pay for the tacos I got to eat, I know I'm gonna finish my tacos because I bought them. Second of all, I'm only gonna buy like four so I can win the race. But anyway. You pay for the tacos and choke. You you really got a case then. You really got a case. But you not. I'm on it. Johnny Cochran. Motherfuckers on. T- the Lincoln lawyer. I don't give a fuck. Ain't nobody going to get you. You're not going to win in a case for choking on free tacos. In any state. Especially in a state where the tacos taste that good. So, good luck to them. And rest in peace to that guy. But, the last thing he tasted was taco. A lot of people, the last thing they taste is blood. So that ain't so bad. Hey, Stan!
still my grandmama's either way it was my mama's at this point she had got it from my grandmama it was a 1979 lincoln mark 8 or mark 5 mark 8 was newer this bitch was man it was yellow as fuck but it was a two-door lincoln coupe well long ass lincoln coupe that bitch man we had some times in that car i'm talking about Oh man, I could do so many. I could just do a series, or just I could just do I don't know something. Just 20 minutes on that car alone. But I'm just gonna tell you one story right quick. In said car, um, I had the car because sometimes I would. So many people would drive this car. My cousin would drive it. Tony would drive it. I started driving it. Um, one of the first cars I started driving. Before I got my own car, I believe. Um, yep, yep. Either in, in, in between. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to see this girl who stayed off of Superior, and at the time I stayed off of 139th and Kinsman. So Melmo's, just for time's sake, I tell you, that's about. I'm trying to think how, how long it would take to get over there in the car. Probably just about 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Give or take. So, I'm heading over there. And, fun fact, uh, this is the girl who I lost my virginity to. So, this is a, this is got to be, got to be 96. Late 96. Maybe early 97 maybe so <laughs> cause you know I love my virginity to her it wasn't just that one time that we was fucking around that was all I had so I was trying to get as much as I could as much as as much as I could you know what I mean so <laughs> I'm going over there and I hear this shit in the back seat well, I thought it was, but I don't know if it was in the backseat yet, but I hear this shit, and it's like a buzz. I'm like, what the fuck is this buzzing? So I'm like, and because it, it's like buzzing, but it sound like it's, it sound like it's paper, so it don't sound quite like just a beat or whatever. So I don't know exactly what it is. I'm looking in the rearview mirror, I'm looking, and finally I see something like jump like on some like it jumped up trying to get out of wherever the fuck it was trying to do so now I see that now my heart is racing now I can't even focus on the road now because I'm thinking if somehow this motherfucker I think it, it turned out to be like a cicada or some shit one of them super loud big motherfucking big brown and black motherfucking bugs 
But yeah, whatever. Yeah, cicada. And this motherfucker, man. All I can think is this motherfucker fly up and land on me or some shit. It's a wrap. I'm gonna crash this car. I'm gonna die. All this shit because of this fucking cicada. And in hindsight, I don't know why I didn't pull over then. Wherever the fuck, as soon as I discovered it, I don't know why I didn't pull over. But I don't know what I thought I was going to do. Probably that's why I didn't pull over because I didn't have what the fuck was I going to do. So I figured, fuck it. I got to make it to this girl's house and then I can take care of this. So now I'm driving faster than I normally would, but I got to get over here because I'm like legit scared. And every time this motherfucker make a sound, I'm looking in the rearview mirror. I, I'm The way I'm driving, I got like my body kind of contorted. Ha- almost halfway looking towards the back seat and towards like so my chest is damn near completely facing out of if you was to look inside the passenger side window you could see my chest instead of if you was looking out of the windshield looking through the windshield you're supposed to see my chest like if I was driving the, the right way so now imagine that's how I'm driving one hand on the steering wheel one hand on the back of the fucking like on I me mean, on the middle console, but like you know, I'm turning around. I'm driving like this the whole time. I'm super scared. I pull up. Finally. Finally. It felt like it took fucking forever to get to this girl's house. I pull up, I get out. I I mean the car is still running, the door wide open. I run out the fucking car. She on the porch, her her, her little sister or somebody else on the porch. They looking, they laughing, they don't know what's going on. I say, Do you got a broom? Or a fucking mop or something. She's like, what the fuck? What's going what's happening? I say, it's a motherfucking cicada in the back of the fucking windshield, in the back of the window. At first I'm trying to get the motherfucker out with the broomstick. But then it just it wouldn't fly out. I got the doors open. And I'm just trying to, you know, I'm at a, like an angle because I don't want the bitch to fly out directly towards me. Another fun fact, I'm I'm traumatized from the time I was five and I poked a stick directly into a fucking bee hole, a beehive hole, and the, the bitch flunked, uh, flew straight out and stung me right on my fucking hands. I mean, as soon as I poked that stick in that hole. So I'm thinking, if I'm directly in front of this motherfucker, and soon I poke this broom at him, he gonna fly right at me like that bee did. So I can't be, I'm at a weird ass angle trying to get this fucking cicada shit out the fucking back. I still can't get the bitch out the back window. So now, plan B, I'm just gonna kill the bitch in the back window. So, <laughs> she gonna get a paper bag. Now I got a brown paper bag and I'm trying to, I'm basically balling the paper bag up with the tip of the broomstick and smashing it into the fucking cicada. So now, the cicada is smashed into the corner of the window or the back of the car, like smashed in with a fucking paper bag. And to this day, or well, until the last day we drove that car, which was maybe another two years, that motherfucking (laughs) smashed cicada and balled up piece of paper was stuck in that back window. And it was a permanent part of the car. And, I always had a story to tell every time I looked in the back and saw that fucking 
balled up piece of paper. I always had an instant flashback and an instant traumatic memory. Thanks to that fucking cicada. So, that was a little longer than I wanted it to be. But, fuck it, man. Y'all need to hear the whole story. That time when that cicada got in the back of the Lincoln. This week on Part of the Tracks, we learn a little bit more about Yusuf the Snail's blind sister. Because, you know, in real life, Yusuf Ali has a blind sister. Shout out to Anne-Marie Peacock, uh, formerly Anne-Marie Gilmore, and her husband Tyrone. But, uh, yeah. And I guess he didn't either forget or didn't know that I had a, a blind sister. I thought for sure that I told him about the time that uh, her and Larry had gotten to it and she drop kicked him and caught him off guard. And we like, how didn't you see that coming? Like, we can see how she didn't see shit coming, but how didn't you see that coming? Anyway, yeah, my sister, she blind, but she accomplished. She she the most decorated blind person in our town. She got the, she won three Street Fighter tournaments in a row. I don't know how. And she the first blind barber in our town. And first blind you get a driver. Go figure. All right, before COVID, it was common. <laughs> Round of applause for all my likers, subscribers, followers, retweeters, tell other people about us, get somebody to listen to us, all of y'all that fuck with me, all the Melmos, 
His applause is for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, man, we have come to the end of the longest pod probably this year. This is so far. We had an hour 10. But, hey, man, I guess it's funny. I start out like, man, this one's going to be short. Nope. Nope. Hour 10. But thanks, man. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. Hope you made it all the way to the end. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I see. I see. I see one more. Here he come. Oh, no, that's a girl. Here she come. Here she come. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You got to the end with the rest of us. Um, and this was great. Um, I want to do a, a special shout out too, man. I was talking to my homeboy, Jay Zada, who is fighting cancer. So we're going to beat that shit. Shout out to Jay Zada and everybody listening that he's told y'all to listen. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate that support. Love y'all. Um, but yeah. Before I get out of here, I just got to say, I know it's probably too late because, like, uh, like now it's all type of privacy laws and all type of shit. But just think about this. Think about if they were, you know, the very first time somebody got kidnapped, like from a small town, right? You know how motherfuckers get kidnapped and then they be like, like somebody be looking for him, but they got him too. That's usually how it always is, right? And unless that motherfucker get out, get away, they probably, you know, that's it. Like, we don't never get found. So imagine if when the very first person got kidnapped, I don't know when this could have been, uh, fuck, I don't know, 200 AD, BC, whatever the fuck. But just imagine if the protocol way back then was to go and look in every single structured building with a locked door, including all houses. They would have found that motherfucker in like, you know, hours. And then that would have been the standard for kidnap victims. So imagine, you know, that's just what happens when somebody get kidnapped. So either A, motherfuckers that get found ASAP or B kidnapping would never blew up like it did in the first place. Now, okay, now ransom kidnaps, that's different. I'm talking about like like that Brazilian shit, that's gonna happen. Cause, you know, people need money. But I'm talking about just like, you know, the just kidnapping for, you know, deviant sexual pleasure, you know, horrible, despicable shit kidnapping. Man, that should have been nipped in the bud day one. Just as soon as somebody get kidnapped, you just automatically know, well, the police going to come searching. That's the rule. So, like, you get your dope out your house, get your guns out your house, all that. But if you a kidnapper, you ain't going to get the, you know, the kid, the napped kid out the house. That's all I'm saying. Just I wish you would have done that. You know, then nobody would be kidnapped. Uh, but that's it, man. That's it. We're going to have to end this because, it's, like I said, it's already a super long-ass show. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for fucking with me. Thanks for telling somebody else to listen. I think we are now up to 13. 
I think 13. Was it 13 last week? I got to check again. But we got we up to 13 weekly listeners at least. So that's fucking awesome, man. Appreciate y'all. Uh, keep telling people to tell somebody to listen, to tell somebody else that told three other people. And then that's how we grow. And then, you know, I get big enough to go on tour and then come to the city and then we talk this shit live and have I want to I want to do a and a I always want to do Q&A with audience people like I don't care what y'all ask about I'm gonna try to answer it like I just always want to do that man that'd be fun but until that day just uh you know keep treating people the way you want to be treated keep really really doing that shit man really take time to put yourself in somebody else's shoes man because you know, you know what motherfuckers be going through. Everybody going through some shit. Don't take shit personal. Count your blessings. Use a serenity prayer. Smoke a lot of weed in very small blunts. We call them Meldricks around here. Tell somebody. Melmos, tell somebody about us. Um, and that's it, man. Till next time. Peace. Go Browns. We out. Cleveland! This is for you!